0: Previously on the Simply Human podcast. And it turns out that um, all the guys um, that I'm going to are also bosses. And Do they pay you in envelopes full of cash? Funny enough, <laughs> uh, I've got a lot of stories like that. Uh, I got a story, it became a very big business. Yeah, yeah. It's episode 141 of the Simply Human podcast with your host, Mark and Rick, two human beings. Being human. Our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and enjoy. Now you can start living more like a human today. On today's show, it is Dr. Tim Martin, the return of Dr. Martin, and he was uh, uh, frequently asked by our listeners to have us have him back on oh
1: that's uh yeah you're doing great you're doing
0: great that was the like like journalism 101 just, <laughs> I just <laughs> failed the first test like keep it simple <laughs> stupid uh that was the longest way people
1: have asked us to ask him if he would be <laughs> on the show to answer oh god
0: oh god <laughs> what have I done abort uh, then it's another moderately oh. funny edition of humans being human, and a person, and we're at the you simply a debate. Rick, how are you, Rick? I'm good. How are you, Mark? I'm good. I have a. Uh, I, well, I will say this: I'm sitting in the shadow of the 20-story building that I'm going to repel I know I've mentioned that already, but it's uh, there's but okay. I'm serious. I'm looking up at the top of the building. There are one, here. there are six buzzards flying. I'm serious. I wish I could take a picture yep. of this.
1: Did, did I tell you about my buzzard story?
0: Oh, gosh, no. Did you hit so, a buzzard?
1: No, it's, it's, it's not its not anything crazy. Oh. So uh, I had to go, part of my new job at work is I had to go to like this luncheon for the start of the school year or something like that. I don't know. But it was in this extraordinarily fancy, like top of like a hundred story building club that like overlooks, oh, I'm going to try not to give away where I work, but I'm going to say this so you can understand me you know when they oh never mind i can't say it uh but it overlooks like a very famous area of town and it's super high up and we're at the top story we're right by the glass and i look over and there is a humongous uh vulture just perched on the ledge and i was like what the hell is that and everybody's (laughs) like oh yeah yeah the vulture lives here i'm like
0: oh my gosh he
1: just lives here huh and i was like where does he how does this vulture eat? We're in the middle of like uh, fifty consecutive, or a, a probably a hundred and fifty mile radius uh, of just nonstop industrial, urban, you know, street, you know, city living. And I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what it eats. It's like, I feel like maybe you guys should ask some more questions. About <laughs> living on, uh, on the outside of your like super fancy, uh, yeah. swanky country club that looking place. Weird.
0: Well, maybe they're up there getting ready for my death. Um, because I'm repelling off of that on October 1st. Uh, okay, Rick's, I can't wait. I can't, can't wait. You no, know, you should come out here and just just like snipe me from like from the halfway down. You just set up somewhere away and just snipe me to death.
2: Huh?
1: Yeah. Let's yeah. Let's talk about shooting people, Mark. <laughs> that's a real upper
0: here for the podcast. <laughs> the real upper. Okay, Rick's cop corner. Um, I am the head... Is it about
1: me shooting you? Is it about me shooting you? Is that the <laughs> Rick Scott you, corner? The answer is no.
0: Would you get in trouble if you shot me, sniped me while I was <laughs> hanging from a rope? Um, uh, although,
1: very very briefly, uh, I've had several people in my 11 and a half-ish years of being a cop that have asked me, Hey dude, can I tase you? Or... Can you tase me? And I want to be like, yes. I wish there was a form. They're like, hey, every police department has this. Yeah. For you the just person have this in your pocket. The yeah.
0: Person,
1: <laughs> yeah the person who sincerely says, I want you to tase me and I won't hold anybody liable. Yeah. It's
0: like a liability release form that. that they just, yeah. Yeah. Like, because like,
1: you, would done, you would have done that by now for sure, oh, right? Yeah, you would easy. have been like, hey, taste me one oh,
0: time. Oh. And if, especially if we could, like, if we recorded it. Absolutely.
1: I've probably been tased about 20 times, I would imagine. Oh. Not quite that. Big. That's a little hyperbolic, but it's when been a bunch. Is it More for than, when,
0: when, when you're off duty and you're, like, uh, uh, robbing a convenience store? Is that...
1: No, but that actually gives me a good idea for later. I need to tell a story. Uh, this might even be a human's being human. I'll, tell, I'll text to you. Anyway, so get on with your cop's corner. I'm okay. sorry. To derail.
0: Yeah, so I am the head watchdog at the elementary school where my daughters go. It's dads of great uh, students.
1: Yeah. I have gotten an email to do that at my kids' uh, school too. Yeah. If you don't respond to
0: it, you will you will be in the vast majority of what the v- watchdog volunteers do not not responding to emails. Um, <laughs> 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 so so I have got a group of guys and like we I don't know if you remember Taylor Elementary, it was right across the street from yes. ACU. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We I, I had many uh, many times uh, when I was pledging our yeah. fraternity.
0: In that field, in that,
1: part, in, in that field, right? Pretty much just getting beaten in broad daylight,
0: <laughs> getting spit on in broad daylight. Um, so there, there is a little circle drive, which is a circle drive. Seems to lend the idea of this is a circle drive drop off. But then the other side is on East North Thirteenth, and it's just a street. And people will just leave. they, they will just leave their cars parked unattended in the middle not like par- like on the side like in the middle of the street for like 20 minutes and just back up the whole the buses are trying to get through and there's just and so we have like five guys that have like are on rotation to be out there trying to tell people not to do that we even have a Merkel policeman uh who has come out and he's worn his like uh uh bright vest and his like in his Ugh. like in his like tactical belt you know to make him seem like more official um and like so, like so like the whole i know we've talked about like first day of school and all that like what are your thoughts on what is the 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 process at your school as far as dropping off and picking up because it's like is it just like an absolute and it's like it's a six minute crazy time and it's over so like the worst thing that could happen to you is you have to just wait for six minutes and people okay. people go crazy
1: like uh, our our kids' elementary school has like a very like windy circle drive. It's not even like a circle. It's almost like I, I would have to show it to you. So it's it snakes all the way through. And so the cars that are waiting to go in the front to drop off kids are never. It's never so many that it backs out on the street because like a billion cars can fit this windy little driveway. Right. And I, I'm assuming that's why they built it that way. Like a uh,
0: like a, a thing at the airport, like the windy line for security. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah, you max them. Uh, maximize line distance for uh, and a certain uh, square footage of space. Uh, flavin, uh, but I don't know. Like, uh, it's not really a very good cops corner because I guess I I never read that part of the
0: traffic. Well, but code. like, so, I so I, I, what I want is to have like kind of like you had like the liability forms. I want to have a sticker on really sticky paper that's really hard to get off. Uh, of, the, of the car, mm-hmm. and take have a sticker if somebody leaves their car unattended, the and put it like right in the driver's line of sight that says you owe the city of Abilene or the Taylor School thirty dollars for this violation. When why can't okay, we make well, that happen? Well,
1: you can't. That's <laughs> okay, so you put one of those on my car, and I go all right. And I just rip it off. <laughs> or I see you putting it on my car, and I beat your a- <laughs> well, sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah like did you see like the dad like the the, the, volu- the volunteer dad with like the fanny pack on he's like got his stuff and he like goes over to, like to like put the, put the sticker on like the, the the uh escalade or something and uh the person is like walking up right behind him and just like punches him right in the back of the head and drives off
1: <laughs> so they just uh, like okay so there's two options for picking up kids at my School. One is you go through the the drive through line that winds around, and the other is there's a big parking lot on one side, and you can park your car and walk out up front and wait in the dismissal area and then get your kid that way. That's how I used to do it. uh, Jason's kindergarten year when – yeah, because first grade and second grade, he rode the bus. Kindergarten, we picked him up and dropped him off, and so that's how I would do it. I didn't want to – driving it's the like, drive-thru line. It just looked ridiculous. Yeah. And I didn't have anything going on, so it wasn't a big deal. But In your experience, do, they they, not, do,
0: do, people, like, do people go crazy? Are there, like, mad people honking and stuff? It's like, come on, people.
1: No. No. I think uh, maybe your people down there, they're a little bit too messed up, and maybe they're <laughs> just a... They they got to get back to their moonshine still out in the country, and
0: well, there was one guy that probably partakes in both of those things that you just mentioned, and they're doing a new thing where you have to you have to go in like the front. They put a big wrought iron gate around the whole campus, and you know, obviously, with the school shootings and all the stuff that's happening nowadays, like that is like a good thing, right? To have like a one entry, one exit, all that like before school, and so this one dad, I was like walking up around the building. and the principal was standing there like saying, Hey, sorry, you gotta go around, we have this gate here. You know, you can't come in right here. There's a gate. And yeah. and he was like, This isn't a fortress, it's a kindergarten and just like giving her all this stuff and like I'm just like I wanted to be like, Yeah, no, uh it it is a fortress. Like my kids are in there Sir,
1: have you watched television Seriously? in the last ten years? And then, like uh
0: yeah, and he's—it's an like he's so mad he had to walk like twenty yards around the building, and I'm like walking right behind him, you know. And he was like, "I'm bringing up bolt cutters tomorrow. I'm just gonna break in." And I and I said out loud, "I was like, I I wouldn't recommend you doing that." And he like kind of looked back at me and just, just, just like and just like kept walking. It's like people are just amazing.
1: People are amazing. Yeah. Uh, I can't I don't deal well with people being unreasonable like yeah. that. Like like this guy saying, It's not a fortress, it's a kindergarten that that's gonna be <laughs> Oh oh well by all means, come on in. <laughs> like you need to understand when like it's someone that's just a cog in the wheel, like a teacher at the school telling you this, like this is not the superintendent of schools, okay? Right, this right. is a teacher that works there that doesn't make the rules. So if they don't want you to come in and they said oh, sorry, I can't let you in, you just go, Oh, okay, well, he, All right. She didn't say.
0: Did yeah, she didn't say like. I'm sorry, sir. You have to do 300 push-ups before you can walk in, You know, like <laughs> you have to walk around this corner of the building. Like, I just yeah. and like the the like she has like enough to worry about than some crazy dad. You know, she's like dealing with behavior issues and and other things. First day of school. Like, come on, seriously. Okay, I'm uh, moving on. Rick's cop corners over. Okay. <laughs> um really quickly before we get to dr martin uh i i have well i've had several people tell me about this netflix show stranger things right winona Ryder's in it like it's eight shows and i've seen it well let me tell you when did
1: you when when did you first hear about this show
0: monday okay the first i've
1: ever heard about it period was like two days ago right
0: yeah and we're recording this on wednesday and it's i heard about it on monday Okay. Yeah. And I've got two people in my office that were like telling me about it, and I was like, "Well, I might as well try it out." You know, Jen was like working or something one night, so I was like, "Well, I, I might as well watch <laughs> this." I, <clears throat> <laughs> I, I'm done. I finished. No kidding. I stayed up. Okay. okay. You talk about, and I talk about this on the All Shift podcast with Jason. It's coming out this week, but uh, the ultimate like sleep rules were broken by me. I. I was up to like one o'clock, laying in bed, holding my phone, watching like this show. Like I was like, oh, it's ten thirty. I was like, oh, I watch ten more minutes, and then the, that show ended. That, and it was like, oh, it, next show starts in ten seconds. Oh, I just watched. I just watched like the first little part of it to find out yeah. what happens at the cliff from the cliffhanger. And I watched like six episodes yesterday. Stayed up all night, and then last night I finished it. Or two days ago, Monday, Ow. and I, I finished it last night at like mid- midnight. It's really good.
1: Well, I'll tell you this: we are always on the on the lookout for good TV. That's yeah. one of. And this sounds so lame, and I think I've said this exact same thing before. But one of the things that my wife and I enjoy doing is we enjoy partaking in television shows together. Yeah. But not like every we're TV snobs for sure. Like, yeah. uh, you know, like real TV shows, uh, stuff like uh, not like How I Met Your Mother or uh, The Big Bang Theory. That's not what we do. It's like Breaking Bad, The Wire. In fact, right now we are watching The Wire for probably the f- for me it's like the fifth time. Really? Or it's like the third or fourth. Yeah, we're uh, we are all, almost done with season three. Is it that and good? So it's fr- have you never watched no. it? No, Mark. This is uh, I'm I'm not being hyperbolic here. Okay, I uh, this to... might be the best show of okay. all time.
0: All right, I'm going to start it. Like, it's
1: in a conversation with Game of Thrones uh, and uh, and and Breaking Bad is the greatest TV show ever. But uh, it's really, really, really good. And don't – it moves a little bit slow at the beginning. That's
0: what I hear. They they talked about it on the ticket this morning.
1: Yeah. Oh, did they really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Commit to the entire first season. It's only like 10 episodes. And you'll be – so far hooked. You'll never want to watch any other TV again. But anyways, the point of that is we're watching The Wire all the way through again because there wasn't really anything left to watch. Right. We are all yeah. caught up on Game of Thrones. We recently watched all of Game of Thrones again. Uh, we've you know, we're, and so I was thinking when I heard about this show, what's it? Give me the name again of the show. Strang- Something's awful.
0: Stranger Things.
1: Stranger Things. I wasn't even close. I, there was an S in there. Something okay, Stranger awful. <laughs>
0: yes,
1: <Yeah. laughs> that's the name of the show. Something awful. It's, 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 uh, it's the uh, story of Mark's underwear. Oh, it's,
0: it's, After I ah! repel down the Enterprise building.
1: <laughs> so okay, we will try this then. Stranger Things. Okay. Yeah,
0: okay. Um, yeah, it's really good. Jen didn't watch it. It's it's uh, it, that's the thing. If if how do
1: you do that? How do you? Whoa! Hang on. How do you do that?
0: Well, like with her, like you
1: just tell Jen, like, hey, on all of your free time, catch up on this show that I've seen all of. Well, I don't think
0: I don't think she would. I don't think she would like it. Uh, It's kind of a drama slash horror. There's like a monster and stuff. It's
1: over of horror, horror, I appreciate. Yeah. It's
0: kind of a horror show. Horror, <laughs> horror, horror, horror. Um, we need At some point, we need to talk about horror construction uh, that does a lot of work in Aveline. But anyway, um, so to me, like if something doesn't force me to keep watching or reading or listening, I bail on it like there's so many things there's so many options or, have,
1: or, or someone reading it to you
0: or yelling it at, at you yeah. Um, yeah that's the same thing so anyway all right uh, stranger nope. things and don't nope. be crazy when you drop and pick up your kids um, let's get to the interview with Dr. Martin uh, it was really a good interview but first go to the website SimplyLast.com at simplyhuman52 like us on Facebook leave us a review on iTunes all the stuff do all the things please Leave us a voicemail at 53042-HUMAN. There is a Donate Now button. Thank you for, I think we had uh, one donation this week. Thank you so much. Thank wow. you for uh, uh, the week off. We had a week off. Happy Labor Day. It's Labor Day. Uh, that is as, true. When this goes out, we had a week off because of the fifth Monday, and uh, it, uh, it felt weird not having a show. I, uh, it did.
1: It felt like I haven't talked to you in about a month.
0: I know. <laughs> so, go to the website. I already said that. Now we we, yeah. we talked to Dr. Martin about functional. <laughs> <laughs> we talked to Dr. Martin about functional medicine, treating people, not sickness. Hardcore diabetes. He says that. I thought that was pretty funny. Hmm. Uh, okay. <laughs> the point of no return. Optimization. Keeping things positive. Nature abhors a vacuum. Speaking of uh, abhors, and getting yourself educated. Here is Dr. Martin. Joining us today on the Simply Human podcast, the return—the much requested return. How about that? Of Doctor Tim Martin, a family, uh, technically a family practitioner in right. Abilene. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're going to talk about your your title and sort of what you want that to be. Welcome to the show. Hey Mark, how are you doing today? Things are good. Uh, they're busy. That is always a good thing. Uh, and I just actually came to see you. Annual physical and uh, did some did some blood work. Still have the little uh, little red dot on my on my vein. Uh, do
2: you want me to give you results now or off? Uh, or
0: yeah, man. I wish Rick was on this call. He would think that was hilarious to be like, "Well, uh, we're live on the air, and uh, you'll have six months to live." <laughs> like <laughs> that would be a hey. Raw... But you know,
2: that's an interesting idea—is to do something like that sometime because people want to know how to do that. How to, what? How to like give that news to people? they want to know how to receive that news and maybe even how it should be delivered. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I, I've always like, what, like what would I do if I had, if somebody said that to me, how would I feel? I think would I like just immediately, I think the first thing I would do is like go set a meeting up with like my financial planner to like get all that in order and say, how much can I spend in the next six months? Well, of course then you like blow through your savings and then like, they find a miracle cure and then you're just a homeless person. So what's worse? At least you had the experience, I guess. (laughs) All right. So let's talk about... um how, your, your title, you are you are a trained, formally trained medical doctor, been in family practice for a long time. If you yep. want to hear more about his background, you can go uh, listen to the show. I'll, ha- I'll have a link to the, the first show that you were on in the show notes. But, you know, let's use the term that I really like and I'm a big fan of and of learning more about something called functional medicine. We've had Evan Grant on. who practices that. Right. Ta- Define that talk about that and, and, and sort of your vision for I guess since we've last talked you've opened a new clinic and talk about functional medicine and sort of the the tone and uh, the I guess the context and the environment of your new clinic and what you want that to look like
2: sure so um I did medical school and residency back in the nineties um, which uh, in my lifetime seems pretty recent <laughs> but uh, in uh, in absolute terms, it's getting longer and longer ago. Yeah. Um, and I had what, you know, you would consider traditional, uh, training. I went to UT Southwestern. It's uh, one of the, uh, better medical schools in the country. It would certainly consider itself to be at the top of American medical training. Right. And, um, so in my years in practice here in Abilene, I, I had a kind of a growing, uh, let's just say discontent, that it seemed like medications were about the only alternative I'd been trained to offer people. Now, don't get me wrong. We've definitely been told to tell people to lose weight, and we've been told that the best way to do that is to diet. Uh, But we weren't really taught how to do that. That was somehow left to somebody else's um. Uh, Field, and it wasn't necessarily a medical person. It may just be the person who bought the franchise rights to the local weight loss clinic. Right. That seemed a little weird to me. Yeah. So, you know, probably about 10 years into my practice, I began to further realize that there are a lot of people that had symptoms that were either distressing or that got in their way of their ability to do what they did, and they'd been to many doctors and kept coming up with, well, nothing's wrong with you yeah. k- kind of answers. Um, and so I, 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 would, I wondered if those might be related issues. You know, here's your medicine. Oh, we don't know what's wrong with you. You don't get anything type stuff. So um, I, I first started looking into how to teach people about nutrition and as i as i actually went back and retrained myself and got some more education i also realized we don't just need to teach people about what goes in them but also how uh, how does their body actually work and the more i taught people about how their body worked the more they were able to actually get better themselves, yeah. and it was amazing to me that when people learned what's actually happening, then they seem to be empowered with the uh, with the ability to make better decisions. And Mark, I know with with the emphasis that that you have on um, fitness and lifestyle, I know you've seen the same thing. Right. So uh, along the way. I Again, doing some research, I stumbled across this idea or this concept of functional medicine. And that seemed to hit the nail on the head for me because that's exactly what's what's wrong. People come in, they'll say, Dr. Martin, this just isn't working. And what they're saying to me is, I'm not functioning properly. So um, the idea of functional medicine actually... Is has, that model has been around since the beginning of time. In right. other words, as long as humans could figure out something was wrong, it was because something wasn't working right and they tried to figure out what to do to make it work right. Right. And, and this is my um, sort of my digestion of a little bit of history. Somewhere around the beginning of the 1900s, medical training began to shift from what's not working right to what disease is it yeah and there's there's lots of room for that type of medicine because there are a lot of diseases out there but the idea of disease actually first started uh, primarily with infectious disease yeah. um, but then we started extrapolating that into other, Areas until we're treating chronic disease uh and we're giving people a lot of medications,
0: yeah, there was kind of a and we've talked about this on the show before, but like there was sort of this heyday of medicine, you had the polio vaccine and you had all these things that medicine was coming in, smallpox and like the whole vaccination thing that did like save millions of lives you know like and but but those those treatments. Positive in certain areas, just because something works in one area doesn't mean that you can just sort of transfer it over to something else and expect the same positive result and I think that's exactly. what, that's what's happened yeah
2: so e- epidemiology works great for infectious diseases, and it's the main technique that we used to unravel the question of how come everyone's getting malaria okay right it' great for that but when you start to try to apply those principles to, like, diabetes or obesity, you're, you're there's some key component or idea missing, which is there's one cause of malaria, and once you find it, you've found it.
0: Right, and it's done, there, and it, the vaccine works, and you're cured. Right.
2: There's not one cause of obesity. And so you the, that model... Just doesn't work for chronic illness. plus, we forgot the fact that it it's called chronic yeah. illness, meaning something done repetitively over a long period of time. Well, what was that something? And if you get if you answer that question incorrectly, then you're not going to be able to get to the bottom of the problem. And then, as I already hinted, we um, we just go back to. Oh, well, here's some medicine. Take that.
0: Yeah, because it works and it works over here. It works for all right. these people that, you know, polio has basically been eradicated from the face of the earth and, and nobody, not a whole lot of people are dying of flu anymore. You know, there's just all these things that people just sort of don't understand. That, oh, yeah, sickness. There are, there are many different uh, uh, silos within, under the umbrella of sickness and disease. And, and it's, I love the, uh, what you said earlier kind of reminds me of that little a little quote, I on a throw pillow or something. It's like, it's, you know, don't, you know, we're, we're trying to treat the sickness the person has instead of treating the person with the sickness.
2: Yeah, exactly. And that's,
0: that's really, you know, people like, you know, it's kind of the politically correctness. Now you don't say uh, a disabled child. Now it's, you put, you put the person first. It's, it's a child with blank or, you know, it's so there's this sort of movement about, you know, we need to, Kind of re humanize some of these things yeah uh, and, and, and it 's the same, and how that doesn 't uh translate over to to this kind of stuff where it 's you know no, we're, we with medicine and with pharmaceuticals no we can we can continue to to put the humans the human aspect in, on the back burner, and i just don 't understand how and and like we, we had a conversation uh, recently, and i 'd like to talk about kind of this concept too it 's like You've got somebody that has tried a hundred different things, hundred different medications. Whatever is is dysfunctional is is not functioning right. And then when you throw the idea at them at changing their lifestyle, they start they they bristle at that. And how you and I were talking about how how crazy is it that we've gotten to a point where lifestyle change isn't the first thing that you try?
2: <laughs> exactly right.
0: Yeah. So yeah. So let's let's talk about some of the some of the things that you see. Um, you know, with, the well, let's talk about the the vision for what you want to do. And I know like the, the clinic that you have is not your, your typical doctor's office. Talk about the kind of the, the vision for what your clinic.
2: So I've had many, I've moved to open my own, um, solo practice here in Abilene and all of my patients that I've had for years have, are all invited to, to follow. And several of them have asked me, so are, are you still going to be a family doctor, which is a completely natural question yeah. uh, or some question like that. And I tell them all, look, I feel like all I've done is added to my ability to provide medical care. Right. I'm not subtracting anything. So I can I still know how to diagnose illness and disease. Right. I still use the all the same medications, but a whole lot fewer of them. uh where what you just said is taking the idea of what is going on in this person's life that might be contributing to this. Can we change it by changing the lifestyle? Can we use less medication to support them while they make these changes? Uh, can we ultimately get them off the medicine once they're on it? Are they doomed for their life, or can we get them off of it? What other kinds of testing? Do we need to consider, in order to uh, try to uncover the the root cause? So it's, there's a there. It's it's a both and. I'm still looking at them, making sure we don't have some primary disease process going on, but also considering um, whether there's a, a lifestyle change or maybe just some education. Right. A lot of people, once you've explained to them and they really understand, then they go basically, okay, doc, I got it from here.
0: Yeah, because that's the that's the end result, I guess. You know, really is to get to get somebody that's that's not coming to see you, which is sort of counterintuitive to the current medical system. It's how can we set up a recurring. Uh, income stream rather than how can we get someone off of these medications and let's you mentioned you know making sure there's not something that needs medical intervention let's talk about like diabetes obviously like type okay. 1 di- type 1 diabetes the pancreas is not secreting insulin so you need medical intervention there to to give your to put insulin in your bloodstream that will clear out the glucose yeah great that is like that Absolute. is absolutely needed type 2 diabetes there's the, where where is it you know, you get somebody on the range from pre-diabetic to, is there a point where they're so, they're like, their pancreas is so worn out and, the, and they're so insulin resistant that they need medical intervention? Because you know, like, the, you can reverse diabetes with, uh, you know, changing your diet and moving around right. a little bit. So, wh- is, is there a point where you can sort of c- cross the threshold as a type 2 diabetic where it's, like, too late?
2: So, um, so that. A lot of people ask me that question, and not just about diabetes. and so um, here's how I answer the question, and um, some of this is intended to be humorous, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, um, okay, but let's take an example if um, if you were uh, if you smoked for thirty years of your life, you may still be relatively young and you may have stopped smoking. But there is some damage that's been done. Right. Now, I don't know. We can't really tell you the full extent of that damage. And it may not become obvious even for another 20 years after you stop smoking. But you will always be better when you've stopped the damaging behavior. So if you, if you come to me with six months of pre-diabetes – we're going to be able to do a lot better job of keeping you from ever having diabetes. Right. If you come to us with 10 years of hardcore type two diabetes, there's probably some permanent damage, but we can still get you better. Right. And so I use a, a, a different kind of word here. I, we, I use the word optimize. So I, I want to help you be the best you given where you are right now, right? So I want to. We want to try to optimize your health. the The thing that I say with a little bit of a smile on my face is, at some point, it's too late for everybody.
0: Right. You're, yeah, everybody's going to die eventually.
2: Right. Yeah. <laughs> we, we all break down. We all wear out. Even all of our best intentions, we're still going to die, and we'd like to die well, also. Yeah. But hopefully, we can put that off until we're ready. And not while we're still young or in our prime or, or really desiring a high level of functionality. And that group of people tends to be grandparents. Yeah, they want a really high level of functionality.
0: I've got a I've got a joke. We're talking we're we're talking about smiles on our faces. I have a, I have a joke. I was going to tell you. So it kind of has to do with this. So there's like a sixty-year-old, right. a seventy-year-old, and an eighty-year-old, and they're all sitting around complaining about getting old, right? So there's, there's context here. And uh, the six-year-old is like, I tell you what, this is getting old stuff. I, I don't know. I wake up every morning at six o'clock, and I feel like I have to go to the bathroom. I feel like I have to go pee, and I and I can't go. I, just, I don't know what's going on. My prostate or something. Again, the seventy-year-old goes, Hey, you just wait till you turn seventy. I wake up every morning at six thirty. And I feel like I, I need to you know take go have a bowel movement, and I sit in there for thirty minutes and nothing happens, and I, I don't know constipation, I, I don't know what's going on. The eighty year old goes, you guys, you have no idea. You wait till you turn eighty. Every morning, six o'clock, I, I take a leak, just just easy as everything just comes right out, no issues at all. And uh, six thirty, I have the I have the the just smoothest bowel movement you've ever had. I don't even have to hardly push. It's just it's just the easiest thing that's ever that ever happens. And the 60-year-old and 70-year-old kind of look over at him and we're like, well, what's the, what's the problem? He goes, well, I don't wake up until 7. hey <laughs> 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 You can use that one.
2: Uh, I, I yeah. will. <laughs> I'll, I'll attribute it also.
0: Right, yeah. <laughs> so that's one of my favorites. Um, so, yeah, so I, I I like that. And I like the fact that, yeah, like you're there, there comes a point where, and that's, that's kind of the simply human goal is to get you to be the healthiest version of yourself and the healthiest version of yourself isn't going to be Usain Bolt, you know, running in like a nine, 400 meter dash. I mean, the healthiest version right. of you is you. And another thing we talked about recently was how, how a lot of this stuff isn't about physiology at all. It's not about medication. It's not about medicine or blood pressure. It's about the head and psychology, um, and try to try to change people's mindsets and talk talk about the what you try to do with your patients as far as not being you know so don't eat this don't eat this don't eat this and it's it's giving that can be defeating psychologically so what are right, right. what is your uh, a sort of sort of strategy to keep things positive?
2: Okay, so here's that that's a, a huge point, Mark. You can't just subtract things. You can't just take things away. You have you might need to make some adjustments or alterations. But if you're just telling people, no, 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 don't, 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 that's not going to be successful. And I'm not even in marketing or sales.
0: <laughs> you're just a, a, a bright person that knows that. Yeah, it doesn't take it doesn't take much.
2: Right. Well, nature abhors a vacuum. You can't just leave people with nothing. They can't walk out with nothing. So um, I, I've already said this, but a, a really important part is education. You have to be able to teach people what's going on. And as physicians, we should be able to do that. We, we in the community, we are the people best educated on how the human works. Yeah. We're not perfect. We don't know it all, but we're in the best position to educate and to learn how to educate. And that's being lost in the medical field. Um, another thing that I do is I try very hard as I think about the recommendations I'm giving to people to give them a minimal number of no's or don'ts and to give them as many yeses or positives or or options for things to do as possible so that when they leave my office, they know the one or two things to not do, and they have a list of possibilities of things they should do. Yeah. They're like
0: overwhelmed with the things that are good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And start talk about the water and the Coke and the tea thing that we talked about.
2: Okay. So, um, let me, let me, I'm thinking about the best place to start there. Yeah. So, well, so how
0: about this? How about this? Somebody comes to you, and you know, you're you're looking through their history and, and you're asking them sort of their daily habits and they say, Yeah, I drink like two I drink a Coke in the morning and a Coke in in the afternoon or I get a headache and I just I can't function without that Coke, but they're type two diabetic and they're right. like I you know, I, water's boring. What is your response?
2: Right. So um so the main problem with what they're doing each day is they're drinking um they're drinking sugar, which is for sure a contributor to their diabetes. And there's no way they're going to be able to get any health going in their life while they're consuming large quantities of sugar, no matter uh, no matter how much they exercise or how good the rest of their um, lifestyle is. And so the first thing I would do is just point that out to them. It's not inherently the Coca-Cola that's the problem, it's the sugar. Yeah. So then they say, okay, well, how about I just drink a Diet Coke? And so... Uh, I know there's a lot of people out there that are down on the artificial sweeteners. Um, actually from a medical point of view, there's no hard evidence against artificial sweeteners. And so, uh, for a while I, I kind of mulled over and really thought about what's the best, what's the best thing I can teach somebody to do. Um, And here's here's where I landed on that. Number one, the main thing we need is water. So, but I'm like the next guy. I don't love to just drink water. I would like to have something flavorful in it. Um, And so, you know, I, I love a good diet orange drink. But then I thought, what can I do that's better than that? And I realized that coffee and tea are delicious. I love both of them. Um, they're both plant extracts, and there's overwhelming amount of scientific evidence of the benefits of each one of them. And so that's where, I, that's where I've landed as I teach people. Drink coffee or tea, whether it's hot or cold or lukewarm. Sweeten it with uh, your uh, sugar substitute of choice, whether that's stevia or liquid sucralose, which is uh, liquid Splenda. Um, And honestly, if you haven't already done this, we can do a whole other discussion on sugar substitutes. But um, So I try to encourage people to get off of the sweetened soft drinks and the diet soft drinks, and to be sure they have as many servings of tea or coffee a day as they can uh, as they can manage.
0: So uh, there's a book called The Dorito Effect. Have you seen it? No. Yeah. So no, I no. would I would recommend it. It's I'm uh, about halfway through it, but it's basically a history of how we have taken the palatability away from nutrition and added it to things that are void of nutrition, and how it, like these artificial sweeteners and natural flavorings and all this stuff, like how you can make a corn tortilla chip taste like a taco. And right. and, uh, and then the drinks and everything else and how what what that's done and as we have sacrificed or we we have as we have increased yield right as we have tried to make chickens grow bigger faster and tomatoes growing bigger faster in the smallest amount of space as you as you increase yield for money purposes because you make more money the, if you can grow more in a smaller space what you what you take away from the equation is is nutrition, which is why everything tastes like chicken, right? It tastes tastes like chicken. And you take away uh, flavor. Flavor and nutrition are the two things that are stripped away in that equation. It's really, really an interesting uh, book. And so for the very standpoint, it's like, okay, I want to drink a diet soda with natural artificial flavorings. It's kind of the whole idea of the simply human uh, philosophy. It's like you don't need to know – you don't need a study showing why artificial sweeteners are good or bad, we are not designed to consume them, right, so that's enough for me
2: exactly, yeah, and uh, however, humans have used plant extracts, uh, yeah, for their health forever. so uh, you don't really need to give me a study on why tea's good for me. right It's a given what what you need to do is give me a study on why diet Coke's good for me, and since you can't produce one. Maybe I'll just drink tea. Right.
0: (laughs) Yes. Oh, that's so good. Um, Let's see. So, okay, what what can people do? Okay, I'm obviously in Abilene. I'm lucky you are my doctor. Like, I'm so, just let me say this publicly, so grateful. There are probably not a whole lot of cities our size, 120,000 people that have someone with your mindset and your, uh, understanding of of health and wellness, so I'm I'm very grateful that you are. Well, in, in thanks, Abilene.
2: Mark. I'm, it's a it's fun for me to do this. It keeps me uh, learning.
0: Yeah, yeah. And if you ever get to a point where you're not learning, like you know that that's a problem. Like right, right? I mean, you've ne- it's like you and same thing with health. You're never going to get to a point where you're like I am. I've reached health. Now I can right. just do whatever I want. It's that same process. You have to continually feed yourself good things, you know, mentally and physically. So but let's say, you know, we got a lot, most of our listeners don't live in Abilene. So what what can people do uh, that don't live in Abilene to try to, you know, is there a database that has functional medicine people? Like how can people find
2: someone like you? Great. So uh, first you can go to my website from anywhere in the country of the world, which is www.internetworks.com. Uh, Dr. The abbreviation for doctor, drmartinfp.com, and uh, and so you can. We've um, listed resources extensively there on that website. Cool. Um, the another great resource is um, the Institute for Functional Medicine. That is the organization that I'm studying under to. Get my certification in functional medicine. Uh, There's only 30 doctors in Texas who are certified in functional medicine.
0: Wow. Okay, say that again. There are 30 doctors in Texas?
2: Yes, 30 doctors in Texas. And so, pretty soon, (laughs) one in Aveline. Pretty soon, (laughs) one of us, there's going to be one of them in Aveline. Yeah. Um, So, uh, my. uh, Hi, Mark. (laughs) Hey my uh, my Facebook page is tim martin m d. Medical Nutrition. and so again it's a it's a place i've I've started um, creating my own content. I've started writing blog posts, but much more extensively, I've um, put, posted articles and links there for helpful nutrition and lifestyle information. So that'd be another great resource. Um, also, I, I would like to point out that there are uh, three um, major medical institutions in the United States—at least three—that are um, that are pretty much all in as far as the approach to functional integrative medicine. One of them is the Cleveland Clinic, yep. which is a very famous medical center for cardiology, and they have a, a whole division of. Functional medicine. Now, the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota, has uh, they have a medical school there and extensive hospital system, and they have a center for integrative and functional medicine. And then the Scripps Institute in La Jolla, California, which is down near San Diego, uh, again uh, a, a nationally and world renowned. Uh, medical training diagnostic evaluation and treatment facility that has uh, one of this country's centers for functional and integrative medicine. I say all that because I want people to understand that this is not a new thing um, and it's not a fringe thing it's it's in mainstream medicine and the 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 leaders and thinkers in medical training recognize that this is an area that's been um has been lacking and we really need some support the the issue at any given locality is that most physicians have been trained within the past 25 years yeah. which means most of us unless we've looked for it don't know anything about this
0: yeah that's yeah that's great and i, I love that you know. <laughs> Every everything that you say, uh, you know, this Mayo Clinic. Who hasn't heard of the Mayo Clinic, Cleveland Clinic, and and this idea that it's the oldest thing. You know, uh, uh, things that have been around the longest, to, in, from what I understand, are going to be around the longest, right? It's so like like we've said this before, like the wheel, like the first invention. No, the wheel 's not going anywhere, yeah, even if we 're going anywhere if even if we 're like in like uh, hover hover cars there 's still going to be gears and little wheels like that 's not going anywhere. The iPhone six will be around for what another six months right you know like so you can just look at things like that, and so uh, that 's why I think like contemplative prayer and meditation and yoga and you know, acupuncture, like these things that are ancient practices, are still around for a reason. Like the things that didn't right. work, like let's try smashing his head with a rock and see if that wakes him up. Oh, he died. Okay, let's not continue that practice. We don't kn- we don't know about that practice because it didn't work, right? So, like the things that that have been around the longest are the things that are, are you know uh, they're they're robust and they're so, tested. So here's
2: a on that line of both things that have been around a long long time and smashing someone's head with a rock oh good um many uh discoveries around the world have been made of skulls with holes drilled in them and there and the the person lived after that happened oh my gosh so humans have discovered that for certain types of head injuries you need to relieve the pressure in the skull wow and by drilling a hole in the skull, you can save the person's life. And we still practice that. Yeah.
0: That's just like,
2: uh, I, I we, always... We okay. think we're so advanced, yeah. but Stone Age people <laughs> did that.
0: Right. It's so, like, it, it's so, like, short circuits my brain to think about the first person to do, like, what we know of today is, like, an open heart surgery or the first person to do a craniotomy, the first, like, the first heart transplant. Like, that's kind of stuff just, it's just unbelievable to me. So... Well, hey, Dr. Martin, we are out of time. I really appreciate you coming back on. I had no issue filling 30 minutes. This is lots of fun. We could do this, I feel like, uh, for a lot longer. We'll definitely have you back on soon. Uh, Thanks, Mark. We'll put all your stuff in the show notes, all all the places that people can find you. Uh, But uh, really appreciate your time and coming back on. I know you're busy. All
2: right, thanks. Have a great day.
0: You're listening to the Simply Human podcast. Thank you, Doctor Martin. Uh, Just a a lot of different things that he suggested, and as far as places that you can go to find resources uh, for finding a functional medicine practitioner in your area. And he's my doctor. Hopefully, he won't uh, call me with my test results. And
1: uh, well, Mark, it's easier that you have AIDS. (laughs)
0: Uh, What is it when you have it? Like from your mom? Like at birth? Like you? You got it from your mom. Hmm. hmm it's not that funny mark yeah it's really kind of awful mm. it's uh, kind of sad all right actually. it is now time for humans being human <laughs> a moderately funny edition and uh we're gonna do this right we're not gonna record this now but this is a story about we mentioned it in uh, the. No, 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 no. i'll I I'll,
1: I'll do this because you're gonna mark it up <laughs> i am the guest for humans being a, human hold on. and
0: that's a capital m on mark this up <laughs> yes that is a uh, uh
1: we do some taser talk in yeah, uh, the introduction the the first part of the show and so that reminded me of a funny story. so uh, here is Rick with taser
0: talk <laughs> <laughs> go all right joining us is Rick uh, sounding very handsome in his slacks and his dress shirt with his badge. I, I,
1: like right now, I'm wearing uh, workout clothes because I just got done running. So I'm, I'm, not, wearing, I'm not wearing fancy uh, downtown crime solving clothes, but uh, I'm in my like a 1997 Impala with 400,000 miles on it, though.
0: So. Awesome. It's funny when you said I said fancy. You said fancy clothes or whatever. Like when I one time I tooted in my work clothes, and one of my daughters said, "Dad, you tooted in your fancy clothes." That so. was
1: my youngest one started kindergarten last week, and that was the big note of day one is, Ryan, tell me about your day at kindergarten. And he said so, like, passionately, he's like, oh, I fought it at school. <laughs> and we were like, all right, well, okay. The bar is awfully low, Ryan.
0: Oh, my gosh, that's funny. Okay, okay
1: so so when you're a policeman, everyone always wants to know, oh, tell me some s- stories, man. Well, I'm not being, like, I'm trying not to be hyperbolic when I say, like, hey, the stories <laughs> that I know you don't want to hear. They're pretty bad, and yeah. we all have jacked-up senses of humor. So it's hard for me to gauge, like, oh, yeah. So one time we found this guy's arm just <laughs> brought by the train tracks, right? <laughs> and people are horrified, and we think that's funny. But uh, this is one – I should turn my – there's my police radio. Yeah. There you go. Let me turn that down. Okay. Tango, so, tango, mango, mango. Yeah. Tango, tango, mango, mango. Okay. So this is one that I always forget about, but this is a pretty good one. Uh, this is my last city that I worked at before I work now where before I got this one. And, uh, this lead, this is a little bit of like, uh, kind of shows you some of the police culture, I guess yeah. of the organization. So, uh, and this is all police, and Jim, not my old one. It's, this is a very common type of deal. So every year on the 4th of July, they had like a big 4th of July, uh, like a, Big thing in this in this city park, and uh, all the officers that were on night shift, which started at ten o'clock, they're required to come in at like six to work. This it was mandatory overtime, and then that park was in my area, my responsibility, my district, as we called it there, and uh, and so usually. You know, Based on the couple of years before that, I knew that, hey, I'm going to get stuck out there at least doing something, walking around, helping out, whatever, because it's in my area and it's kind of a slow area. So I assumed, hey, come 4th of July, I'll probably be at the park. Well, about three weeks before the 4th of July, uh, the, the major in charge of, uh, of patrol sends out an email to everybody – If you're working the 4th of July, respond with your shirt size, Hmm. and I'll get you a polo shirt, which is a big deal for us. All we wore was the super dark blue polyester. It's hard to wear in the summertime because it's so hot, and everyone's like, yes, polos, all right. No, 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 not everybody's getting a polo. Just the guys working the park are getting the polo. So I was like, all right, well, I'm I'm assuming I'm working the park. So I respond with Bentley and extra large or whatever. So all the polos come in like a week or so later. Well, another guy that was on my shift at that time, which the hours of the shift, it's kind of important. You know, we worked evening shift, which was like 4 to 1, 4 p.m. to 1 a.m. Uh, okay. He also said the same thing. He did the exact same thing I did, re- responded with his name and his shirt size. Well, they're handing out the shirts, and they're like, wait a minute. These two right here, I'll give his name because he doesn't listen. It's like Bentley and Cooper responded, and they're not even working the park. Those idiots are trying to get free polo shirts. Not like asking us, like, hey, why'd you do that? Like, yeah, because I assumed I'd be out at the park. I am the last two or three years. So I'm not kidding you. The major was like, you know what? They want a polo shirt so bad, they can go sit a foot patrol at the park. So oh. to punish them, he assigns us to go out to the park, which. Okay, I thought I was going to be out there anyway, but he thinks it's a real vindictive thing, like, I'll show them. Right.
0: He so just we, thought you were trying just, to, like, get, get a freebie or
1: something. Yeah. So, he, we have to walk basically the entire night, nine hours. It's not that big of a deal. There's a lot of fun stuff going on out there. But, so, uh, that's how we end up out there. And everyone has a good, hearty laugh about how we end up getting assigned to a foot beat for two days or three days in the park. Well uh, this ended up being like one of the best two or three days I've ever had at work ever. We just got into so many hijinks. We did no real work. We talked to a lot of people. Everyone's given us, you know, Oh, hey, here's a free corn dog. And uh, add that to the bragging montage. But like, uh, you know, we just, we, we had a good time and me and him got along really, really well. He's older than me. He's probably about 15 years older than me thereabouts. And I was kind of, you know, I always looked up to him and he, brought me along when I was a youngster and he was my squad leader when we were on the squad team and all this stuff. So we, you know, we got along really, really well. There are way, 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 ever, way worse people to be at the park than, than, old coop. We had a great time. Well, the last night they had like a midway and all this stuff. And I, I should be careful. The statute of limitations on this crime has expired. So that's why I'm telling So they had this midway and we had gotten to know just by sight, some of the carnies and joking around and stuff like that. And, uh, one of them uh, small it's the last hands
0: night. smell like cabbage what it's from austin powers sorry
1: huh i don't uh i don't follow it
0: <laughs> oh sorry i derailed like you
1: humor? okay well anyways anyways so uh it's like the last night of the deal and there's like an hour left and things are really 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 slow and some of the carnies are starting to pack up their stuff a little bit early and uh we go over there and we're like, and it's like the little air rifle game, you know, where you shoot the rifle down there, but you have to like shoot around and cut out the star on the piece of paper. Are You yeah. aware of this game? Yes. Okay. Well, we, he's like, "Hey, I bet, I bet a couple of fine policemen would like to come do this," and we're like, "Oh, you know, I'm not gonna pay five dollars for it." And he's like, "A dollar right, each." We're like, oh, "Okay, fine, that's fine." So we we do the game, and it's impossible because the sights are all off. It's not calibrated. He's making fun of us. Ah, oh, couple policemen, oh, they be. Good shooters, or whatever. Well, I look on the, and we start talking about how much of a racket being a Carney is. Yeah, I get this. I was like, and and behind, there's this gigantic three foot tall Alf. Like, we talked about this. Did we have an yeah, Alf reference? We did. This yeah. I, this made me think of that, oh, but also okay. another thing. I don't know why, but I look at this three foot tall Alf, and dude, it's like 2009 or 2010. Yeah,
0: Alf has been, been gone for a while.
1: For 20 years. Yeah. Easy. So it's so random, and we're giggling about this. And I say, "How much does that cost you?" And he's, "Yeah, about three dollars." And everybody pays five dollars to play, and no one ever wins. So it's just a huge racket, and it's it's great. And he's like, "And they'll drop twenty dollars just to win one of these, and it costs three bucks." I was like, "Tell you, hey, I was like, hey, since I know how much that costs, just give it to me." And because I've got a new son, my oldest was just over a year old. I was like, "I'll I'll, I'll give it to him. I'll think it's awesome." This Alf doll, he's like, no, man, I can't give you anything. I was like, well, let me buy it from him. You said it cost three bucks. I'll give you five. And he's like, no, 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 no. That's not how it works. Now you're trying to hustle me. So we're laughing, joking, and he's like, tell you what, I will give it to you for free, but you got to do something. And we're like, "Uh, I feel like I'm entering into a relationship with a carny that (laughs) – we're in the gray area here, and we're like, what? Oh, listen, pal, we're not going to find any dumpsters. And
0: oh, like, gosh. Oh, by the way, the just dumpster. side note, I played that. I sent that to Chris.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I figured. You
0: know, and they what? were he was like wheeze laughing. Anyway, sorry.
1: So he's like, you got to do something for me. And we're like, what is it? And he's like, I see you got them uh, taser guns. And I was like, I'm not tasing you for this, so I can get fired. And he's like, no, 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 no. I don't want any of that. Hell, it'll be a matter of time for one of y'all's tasing me for doing. <laughs> it, and we-
0: anyway. <laughs>
1: yeah, and he's like, you got to, uh, you got to tase your buddy there. And I look at him and he looks at me. And we've both been tased a million times yeah. because it was part of our team training is we had to, you know, it's just stuff like that. And I was like, Coop, how about it? Let me. Let me tase you. And there's two ways you can tase somebody. You can shoot the probes. That's the wires right. that come out, the hooks that go in the skin, and it rides for five seconds. Wait, you are you those the way-
0: ones that like like are are directed and they grab onto your nipples?
1: Shut up. And the second time, <laughs> it's done. And that's where you actually just press the the, the actual device up against someone's skin. Right. You you do the shock that way, and that one's just pure pain compliance. And as soon as you move off of it, it's done. You right. break the connect, but you can't. So. I'm like, Coop, let me, let me drive stun you. And he's like, no, you're not going to drive stun me. And I was like, Coop.
0: So hold on. you wa- Hold on. So just to make, be clear, you were going to drive stun your partner so you could yes. get a stuffed animal. Yes. <laughs>
1: but I this so out later. Uh, I was like, all right. So I take the cartridge off, the cartridge on the end that has the wire so I can drive stun him. And he's like, all right, just give me like a three count. And it's we go like, is it going to be one, two? Three or like one, two, two three, three, then go. go, right. Like it's supposed to be one, two. And this is funny. So he's finally, I just went and stuck it in his back and pulled the trigger. He's got a vest on So it. he knew but it was, was coming. Yes. But it, so I, and it's just, and there's nobody out there. Nobody sees this. And the carny's hysterically laughing. And it probably, it was only on his skin for maybe a second tops because he's squirmed immediately off of yeah. it. It wasn't even one second. It was just an instant flash. And the car, he's like, oh, you guys, that's hilarious, gives me the, the Alf doll. Well, Cooper thought we were on the same page, that I was just going to put it on him and pretend like I was pulling the trigger and he was going to go, ah, and pretend I was really tasing him. He didn't think I was actually going to.
0: <laughs> uh, well, you jerk. when he does
1: this, he's a couple of insults to me. Uh, well, when he contorts so hard, he throws a muscle out in his back. And he ends up being out for like three days after that on you know just calls in sick because his back is all jacked up and then the bosses think that that's him trying to get back at us for making him walk a foot beat well i don't know he's gonna call in sick oh what a chicken ass and all this and that but that's uh that's one of my more favorite uh, and i still talk to him still that's one of my more favorite
0: so so you got favorite. the you got the toy
1: well yeah that's the it's uh, another part i bring it home and uh, ended up like a month later, my wife threw it out because she was like, some carna gave you this? Oh, that's probably full of lice. And she ends up throwing it away. What a
0: horrible thing to do.
1: When he finds out that uh, he went through all that and we ended up just throwing the thing away, he was not complete. Uh, <laughs> <not bleeding. laughs>
0: that's awesome. Well, so that's, so... Uh, that's my story.
1: Uh, I, and I, I'll tell you, it's been, God, it's been more than, was, that was 2009 because my son, my oldest son was just over a year old. So that's been uh, seven years, and i if you 're concerned i would i 've never done anything since then, and I will tell you that was not a very smart uh decision to make to
0: well, uh, let me ask raise another let, I would
1: never do that again well hold on uh, before
0: you say that, let me ask you this Yes. if we are ever together nope. and you would never tase me for a simply human nope. facebook page nope.
1: I, I i would I, I would go through the proper channels I would ask my boss and my boss 's boss they would say no, but I would probably ask anyway, but uh they would yeah, there's there no, listen.
0: Would I throw uh, my back out?
1: If you, imagine if you fell down and like, like cracked your skull on the ground and then you yeah.
0: died. What if we did it like in a padded room?
1: Man, I don't know. There, I would have to run that up several <laughs> different. Uh, several different uh, that
0: would be, I would do it if we like, we're going to record it. And put it on, the. I mean, I think I would be like such a classic
1: YouTube channel. I got my bone broth in like uh, two months ago and I yeah. just, have around. To, I, I need to clean my kitchen so I can make, I video, snuck so.
0: some in my daughter's smoothie and she didn't even know. And then after she, <laughs> and then after she drank it, I was like, I was
1: Here's like, yeah,
0: I snuck <laughs> some in my daughter's smoothie. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, after she was done with it, I was like, guess what was in there? And she looked at me and like, I held up the little box with bone broth. She was like, Ehh. I was like, you didn't even know you didn't, you drank the whole thing. So shut up. I'll, uh,
1: we'll at this next week, but yeah, there you go. So that's my being human story. Hey, have I very quickly, have I ever told the house full of, uh, same sex pornographic images, uh, story before how my, I got pranked at work. Yes.
0: Yeah. Where they put, yeah, where you were gone for like a week or something and then you came back and, and all your, there were pictures overlaid on all your pictures.
1: Are you hearing that voice in the background, by the way? No. I forgot to turn off the map my run, uh, and oh. it just told me that my last mile was uh, 40 minutes per mile. And I was like, <laughs> oh, God, I forgot to turn it off. Okay.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, go back to fighting crime.
1: Uh, well, I'll see what I can do.
0: Happy Labor Day. Thank you, Rick. That was something. Mm. Yes, I will say this. We talked about Netflix very quickly. We talked about Netflix uh, in Crosstalk. Another thing that, I, and this isn't Netflix, this is Hulu. But another thing that I've done before, I found out about Stranger Things, and I had you know, just if you just needed like, you know, you don't want to watch this documentary, you don't want to start a series, you just want to watch something twenty minutes. Just any yeah. any Seinfeld, is is worth it, like any yes. episode of Seinfeld, like is just worth like, I don't know if you're looking if you have twenty minutes to kill. Read a book or watch Seinfeld. Like, I watched the, the nose job one, which is the one where Jerry's brain and his nether regions are playing chess. You remember that one? <laughs> yes. That, and he's wearing, like, that <laughs> like tan <laughs> helmet. It's like, oh, it's just, that one is, like, one of my all time favorites. Um, anyway, season three. All right, it is now time for the tip of the week something you can start doing today to become a healthy human. And guess what? We're going to do a meditation tip. And this is an article from riselife.org. Called the benefits of meditation and the claim that meditation is good for you and can help improve or enhance one's mental and physical health is quite a remarkable claim. How can sitting still and paying attention to one's breath have such an enormous impact on so many conditions we suffer from? So, um, so here we go. The, the, there's, there's talks about psychological. There's depression and anxiety, and it lists like I I'll uh, I'll put the this article in the show notes, but there's like one, two, three. There's like three studies talking about, you know, here's one. A meta-analysis done by Hoffman analyzed 39 studies with a total of almost 1,200 participants receiving mindfulness-based therapy for a range of conditions including cancer, generalized anxiety disorder, depression, other psychiatric or medical conditions. In patients with anxiety and mood disorders, the intervention was associated with effect sizes of 0.97 and 0.95 which is very significant for improving anxiety and mood, system, mood symptoms respectively. These effects remained robust irrespective of number of treatment sessions and were maintained over follow-up. That's Depression and anxiety. Eating disorders, there's a couple of studies. ADHD. Uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, there's a couple of studies, like from 1985, 2012. Physical things, it helps with inflammation. Chronic pain, there are a bunch of studies. Hypertension, cardiovascular disease, a uh, bunch of studies. And there's a cool picture of this person sitting Indian style overlooking the sunset. A um, bunch of references. So, I mean, it's just just reaffirming this whole mindfulness being in the present moment, uh, uh, contemplative prayer. We talked about Luke. Oh, uh, by the way, I talked to Luke uh, Norrisworthy. He's going to come back on the show soon and we're doing like yes. this retreat soon with a bunch of college students and he is going to come be like our... The guy that like does the retreat so i'm gonna get to hang out with luke for like he's so great nights. i know he's he's the greatest it's of all time
1: so good looking too so hot
0: so hot um so it, it, like
1: you just mentioned like i think every single uh person probably listening to this podcast has one of those medical conditions or more because you pretty much covered everything from top to bottom there's no one that doesn't have something and so there's everyone has something to gain from uh from from whatever you want to call it mindfulness meditation uh contemplative prayer whatever you want to call it we can all gain something from it so do it now
0: hey (laughs) now here's one more here's one more that i was gonna read uh Cox A. All. Mm. Compared, well, I'm sorry, what? What? Uh, that is the name of the person. Uh, K- uh, okay. K-O-X, Cox. Um, Compare huh.
1: those... This is, the whole, this is the only reason we're doing this, so you can no, say that.
0: this is the shortest. It's also, <laughs> it's the shortest one, is why I picked this one. Mm. So, okay,
1: okay, yeah. Uh,
0: Cox compared those... Shortest
1: one,
0: huh? Cox, Cox compared those who were given meditation and breath control training for 10 days with those who received no training when exposed to experimental... Endotoxemia It's like an inflammation factor In the intervention group Plasma levels of the Anti-inflammatory cytokine IL-10 The heck that is Increased more rapidly After endotoxin administration Uh, Another thing here Pro-inflammatory Mediators were lower And flu-like symptoms Were also lower Huh so how about that? Hmm. So I will put this uh, in, the, in the show notes, this link. Uh, and the tip of the week is meditate. Find a time, one minute, five minutes, ten minutes, whatever you can do. Uh, and I've got links. Uh, go to com, Food for Thought, and Search, uh, Mindfulness, Meditation. There's all sorts of links as far as how, how to do it, how to get started, all that stuff. So there There's it is. There's not
1: anybody that doesn't have three minutes. Right. So there.
0: Yeah, unless do you're three like minutes. in a coma. No, you no,
1: even if you're, if you're in a coma, you have all day. <laughs> I don't want to hear excuses that's how you can't true. get anything done in yeah. a coma because you're so busy not doing other things. Com- so, yeah.
0: I believe that's called coma-ing. You're too busy coma-ing.
1: Hmm.
0: Mm. Com- I don't know if that's – I, I
1: don't know. Com- we'll have to look that up, I guess. Com-ing.
0: All right. That's going to do Maybe. it. For this edition, (laughs) how about we go to the website, simplylast.com, at simplyhuman52, call us 53042human, like us on Facebook, email us at simplyhumanlifestyle or simplyhumanrick at gmo.com. Thank you, all the listeners. We know there's a lot of things that you could do, like stranger things, the Netflix show, not actually doing stranger things, uh, or reading a book, or listening to a book, or fixing fixing things around the house, anything you want to keep cool. Six packs of.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Tommy boy reference oh, All man. Right. So, so that's, that's going to do it For this edition of the Simply Human Podcast
1: And remember It's not a fortress, it's a kindergarten.
0: So until next time Enjoy yourself